The 49ers say Brock Purdy is a game-time decision for tonight's matchup in Seattle. The former Iowa State standout dealing with rib and oblique issues. Josh Johnson, the backup QB for the Niners. The Iowa women's basketball team is back in action on Sunday when they'll take on Northern Iowa at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. The Iowa State women also return on Sunday. They'll face Villanova in the Hall of Fame Women's Showcase in Connecticut. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Thursday Bubba's boneless wings are half price. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Welcome back. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Ten minutes. Oh, fewer than ten minutes. Paul Allen, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, will join us. Uh, mornings, mid-mornings, 9 to noon on KFAN, our sister station up in the Twin Cities. He'll be here about 12.15. And then Stephen M. Sippel on 3 Media will head uh, to Lincoln. Uh, JT the Nut tweeted at us. I think we should throw this in. our. We were uh, early in the show talking about kind of a lack of big stories in the state of Iowa mm-hmm. sports stories this year. Keegan Murray going for one of our, our listeners reminded us of that. That's clearly on the list. Iowa State, what they did uh, going to the Sweet 16, clearly on the list. You and I had a pretty good year for for you and I. Trevor Penning, top twenty, yeah, high yeah. ever draft pick, and AJ Green oh, scored yeah. in the NBA first time. Uh, you and I players ever to do that. to do that. So JT the nut, yes, as you put it, not the not the top story, but still cool. And mm-hmm. I agree with you. So well done there. All right, when it comes to these Vikings, who right now have the no, the Cowboys also have ten wins, don't they? Yes, they do. Uh, so the Eagles lead the way, and then the Cowboys and the Vikings both have ten wins. They've got four games left. Minnesota does. They're mm-hmm. home free in the division. They are. Um, they're they're not going to catch the Eagles. Of course, the Eagles have a tiebreaker over mm-hmm. them with the head to head, anyways. But when you look at what the uh, Vikings have left, they got back to back games at home: Colts, Giants, and then on the road to finish up in the division at Green Bay at Chicago. I mean, if they win two, that's twelve wins they're on fine. the year. And are they? They're are they locked into the two with two wins, getting them to twelve? No, because and five. here come the Niners. The Niners going to win. It would come down to there's no head to head. So what? It come down to conference record, probably yeah, something like that. San Francisco's won six straight. And what what do the Niners have left? We know they got Seattle tonight. And Brock Purdy will start. He's not a game-time decision. Adam Schefter tweeted, he will start. Good. Good info there. After that, they get the Saturday game, December uh, Christmas Eve, against the Commanders at home. Tough game. The Commanders are playing well. They are. Two teams playing, arrow pointing up. Yes. To Vegas. Tricky spot. Okay. Then they finish up at home. With the Cardinals. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. But it's not, not the an Colt easy. McCoy Cardinals. The Colt McCoy-led Cardinals, yeah. Um, there's a couple of opportunities. I mean, they could lose tonight. Yeah, right. They could, they could get picked off tonight. Vegas, I agree with you, is a tough spot. This is going to be Purdy now going in for the first time on the road. Mm-hmm. And not just any environment. No, it's 12th man. Seattle, the loudest stadium in the league. Uh-huh. 
One of the few remaining teams that actually get three points for home field advantage. Right, right. Because that is not an NFL nope, thing anymore, betters. Do not put three on there yep. or your handicap is going to be Chris way Chris Sanders off. from the South Point would tell you mm-hmm. that uh, I think he's only got a couple. <laughs> he has uh, Arizona as a zero. Yeah. He has, I believe his three. SoFi has to be a zero for oh, the Rams. Yeah. He said... Uh, and the Chargers. San Francisco had been recently. They played better this year and he's moved it up, I think, to a point. Uh-huh. But it was like a half point or zero for San Francisco for a long time. Boy, that stage. You know, I can remember when at the Super Bowl, staying, mm-hmm. staying downtown San Francisco. I thought I was never going to get there. It was an hour and a half? <laughs> it's a long drive. Good luck with that. Yeah. Seattle's three. Yeah. Lambeau's three. And there's one other. What would it be? New Orleans when they're Buffalo? good. Buffalo? Because of the weather? I think that's still a two and a half. I don't okay. think that, if I remember correctly. But yeah. We need to get Chris back on. I'm all for it. Let's see if we can get get him next week. Did you see yes. what Tua said about uh, playing on uh, in Buffalo on on Sunday? Night? No, he's not worried about the snow. It's snow in Alabama. <laughs> this just in. Oh, Tua. Oh my man. <laughs> There's a little bit of a difference between lake effect snow. You heard of it? Oh boy. I mean, they get waves. Boy, oh boy, they get just they get bombarded. So when I was in Cleveland visiting my sister for Thanksgiving, right, and her kind of explaining in her fiance. They get it too. Yes. Yeah, right. On the south side of it. And it's not the same effect that Buffalo gets it worse because it's coming across the but they were kind of pointing out we're at a park and they say, you can see over there and just see that cloud cover and that thing will just linger and it will sit. And then when just the winds pick up and all that moisture just comes uh-huh. blowing in and that's when they get hit yeah. with the feet and feet of snow <laughs> just out of nowhere. Because all that is just hovering, just waiting to get enough precip in there, and then it starts moving, yep. and it absolutely dumps. I mean, this is a dusting that we're getting today. Right, right. It's nothing in comparison. Has, it's, it's, and I'm looking out the window right now. It's not. I thought it was supposed to end this morning, like the, like early mid morning. See, I saw the difference. I saw just a dusting this morning, and then in the middle of the time, afternoon, it's supposed yeah. to pick up for a couple hours again. I saw from like one to four or something like that. And then next week's going to be cold, like frigid cold, yeah. like Canada cold, Winnipeg cold. Those are not fun times. No, they're not fun times. No. Yeah, no, well, you look, it snows in we'll Alabama. be fine. I love this week in the NFL. I think there are so many intriguing games. Okay, so so which ones caught your fancy? Well, the one we're going to talk about next with Paul Allen. Right, the Colts and the, Colts and the Vikings. Can the Vikings not right the ship, but just bounce back? And, well, they lost one in a row. Right, but just bounce back. Two out of back. the last four. Yes. Yeah. Cleveland for Baltimore. I think that's a fun Saturday mm-hmm. game. As we mentioned, Miami. I like against, all of them on Sunday, or Saturday. Uh, yeah, it, it's really good. You got Atlanta. And I'm New the one that was pissed that they're playing Saturday because I like the bowl games on Saturday. Well, and yeah. what are you going to be watching more? Of? NFL, absolutely. Lions, Jets. That should be a prime timer. Could that, be. That game is really, really good. Could be. You have late afternoon Titans, Chargers, two potential playoff yep. teams. I think yep. that's no, good. it's huge. Chargers need it. Cincinnati now going on the road to Tampa. Yeah. How do they bounce back after that performance against San Francisco? Do they have it in them to bounce back? I'm not so sure they do. I don't think so either, and I hope not because I invested a little bit more. I'm the long shot, twelve to one Atlanta Falcons. Remember, they get Tampa in Week 18, so I went that route. Sunday night is good. It's a helmet game, right? It is. It's great. It's my favorite division. It's the Giants and the Commies. Monday night, though. Well, Mister Monday Night will have a pick on that one. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing: you don't have to worry about that too much longer. In fact, you've got like three Monday nights left. And what am I referring to? Next year. 
flex scheduling comes to Monday Night Football, which is huge. I mean, I don't know what ESPN, how much uh, more of a check they wrote uh, for the uh, privilege of being able to flex games, um, but they get that starting next year. Now it's, I mean, Sunday night will be still uh, the spot, the time slot, but we won't get stuck with any more Rams versus Green Bay. And here's the thing, I'm going to probably guess that if we go back to April when the schedule came out and we were looking at the slate of games that when we saw Monday, December the 19th, the Rams versus the Packers, just assuming the the Rams, while they're defending champs, they're going to be good. And the Packers, they always win 13 games. That's going to be huge. Aaron Rodgers, maybe one of his final games, dot, dot, dot. We had this one circled as one of the bigger games of the year, but you'll be able to flex out of that starting next year. Let's get to the voice of those Minnesota Vikings. He is indeed Paul Allen, and he joins us. Hello, PA. Trenton Ken. How are you, sir? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, Paul. Merry Christmas and division-winning weekend for the Minnesota Vikings. Take two is in the air. Indeed it is. You know, before we get to this week, I saw a tweet from you last week. Just how much, and I don't think you were being um, facetious or sarcastic, just how much you love Ford Field and going to Detroit. That kind of surprised me. Of all the places no. you get to go, uh, Detroit's on your list. Yeah, I like it, man. I like the, I mean, there, there are things that are unto me. Uh, that that would lead to that, like the uh, the old school R and B. They play on the field oh, okay, yeah. for about ninety minutes before the game. Um, I, you know, the the area where the stadium is, Greek Town, has a really sneaky under the radar good Mediterranean food, and um, there are cool things to do. It's very culturally diverse, kind of like where I grew up in D.C. And I, uh, you know, I like the lighting in the building and the accessibility and the staff. It's yeah, it's a fantastic place. Is there a stadium, uh, Paul? I've seen some of the shots that you send out, tweet out. You know, pregame, you're in the booth, etc. Is there is there still a stadium that is really difficult to call a game in because of where they locate you and the visiting radio booth? Well, the the, the this is in no way an excuse for blowing the uh, game winning call against Arizona last year with Greg Joseph, week two. Uh-huh. But um, I mean, it was right at the end. Yep. Uh, Joseph, it is good. No, he missed it right. Um, that that corner, deep, deep corner angle, uh, when they're all the way on the other side of the field where the Cardinals play, that's ridiculous. Uh, the the my, Miami has reconfigured its stadium. Um, and um, so, therefore, now, uh, you know, I only go there once every eight years, but it's the smallest, most ridiculous broadcasting booth that's enclosed, you know, so we got a thick glass so you can't feel mm. – the, the Florida Heat or the crowd, and um, and believe it or not, Arrowhead Stadium's not great. Uh, they when, when they reconfigured Arrowhead, you know it's it's being racetrack raised like you, Kenny. Um, I call pretty much the whole thing off binoculars, mm-hmm. so being high above the field doesn't matter to me. It's it's just they enclosed the booth at Arrowhead Stadium for the home and road radio. And I just, like a conference room, I mean, it's just this <laughs> thick glass where it's Arrowhead Stadium, one of the, if not the greatest fan vibes in the NFL, and you can't feel it or hear it. Jeez. So those situations get to me a little bit. So I had a question uh, from one of our listeners, Tom. He was wondering about the decision mm-hmm. to go for two late in the third quarter. What did the coaching staff say <laughs> about that and, and the thought process behind it? Well, it's a, it's a math thing, man. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, I, I chatted with somebody with the team about it Tuesday and, um, and I understand their standpoint. 
you know, but, but there, there's a subjective nature to something that they said. So in other words, when you're down eight late in games, okay, late in games, emphasis on the word late. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's what, what the math adds up to do, you know, per game after game after game. Well, the problem I have with that is to find late because I mean, there were, there were 17 and a half minutes left to go in the game. Um, and, and I don't think, I think that's late ish, but I don't think it's late. Now I, I was, I was in favor of the move, uh, because you had momentum. Uh, Detroit's been bad against two point conversions and, uh, we were two for two. So that was cool. But, um, you know, I personally, I'd like to see it take place more consistently, you know, but, but when it, uh, when it, when it comes to the analytics of the math of two point conversions and, and, you know, the, 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 the subjective nature being like late in games, you do this. It, it reminds me, you know, when you make a decision in a blackjack game and then somebody's like, well, the book says, mm-hmm. okay, well, the, the book is based off 10,000 consecutive hands. And eight, and you can be on the hottest heater you've ever been on in, in your life, and you ain't playing ten thousand consecutive hands. So if I'm Kevin O'Connell, uh, my response after uh, going for the two would be the same response that I have at the blackjack table uh, when somebody doesn't like a move I make. I'm not here to make uh, friends. I'm here to make money. Uh, and Justin Jefferson is going to make a whole pile of that in his career. Paul, the Vikings, uh, I mean, Chris Carter, all he does is catch touchdowns. For my money, Randy Moss is the best to ever play the position. I know the Jerry Rice people will be uh, in our Twitter feeds. But what Jefferson is doing at the at this point in his career, he's got a chance to be to go down as, as one of the greatest, Paul, I think. Is that over the top? You see him mention no. every week. No, it's not over the top. Simply, simply because the you know week after week or seemingly month after month, he's taking down a Randy Moss record. So I mean, if you if you're if you're two and a half ish or two and three quarters years into it, and you're busting Moss records, and you know like like Hall of Fame records all all up and down uh, the HOF for two and a half years, three years. Well, well that that merits uh, fairly comparisons to Moss. Um, you know, Justin's at 1,500 yards. So, you know, he, he came into the season saying, I want to get 2,000 receiving yards this year. And if he gets 125 each game, he's going to get it. Now, I mean, we got 17 games. So, I mean, you know, comparing it historically um, is, um, you know, you got to put that into perspective. But, but think about that, man. I mean, he, he might have a 2,000-yard season, and that uh, right there is born of greatness. Harrison Smith, neck injury, was out last week. He is the heartbeat of that defense. We know they struggle, especially on the outside against receivers this year. His physicality that he brings, where is he health-wise? I know he walked through and went through practice yesterday. And just how important getting him back out there and helping that defensive backfield. Well, um, I'm I'm pulling into uh, Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center right now, so actually I would have a uh, better answer for you in about 30 minutes. Uh, and I'm in no way I'm, I'm not in a hurry to so trip on that. Uh, but uh, he'll, you know, I I bet money he plays this week. And man, did they miss him last yeah. week? You know, uh, when Josh Metellus is backup and and our best special teams player, when um when when he went against Detroit week three, he had 11 tackles and a game ceiling pick. Uh, in this game. You know, there, there. With all due respect, it's it, you know he was you know, directly involved with with, uh, with those three passing touchdowns and the blown coverage on the Jamison Williams piece to start festivities. So yeah, safe to say Harry was missed. 
Uh, Christian Derisaw likewise was missed. What's his status, do you think, Paul? Good question. Um, I think today's a big day for, for Christian. You know, last week he was a full participant on Friday, Kenny, and um, and then they held him out, you know, what, what feels like, you know, just like a, a be safe week with this concussion situation. So I'm, I'm not saying it's all hands on deck at this moment where you absolutely have to have everybody for these final four. Uh, but, but these, you know, the, these Colts are very beatable, uh, but they're tricky. I mean, I watched back the game they played against Philly and they, they do some things with their secondary that I haven't seen all year. And they got some nice mm-hmm. players back there in the secondary. DeForest Buckner, Quiddy Pay, they're playing well. Yep. And I wouldn't be surprised if they run Jonathan Taylor 20 straight times. So it's, uh, you, you got to be careful with this one. You're at home, and um, the crowd needs to get behind this team and help this pass rush because the, uh, the pass rush for the Minnesota Vikings has fallen off. We had zero sacks at Detroit. Now, now, granted. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Goff's only been sacked 19 times, second best in the NFL. But nevertheless, we, we, we didn't get close. You know, so Zadarius Smith has one sack the last six games. DJ Wanham has one and a half the last 11. Uh, those things need to turn around. Yeah, indeed they do. Hey, take us behind the scenes as far as logistically with the NFL. When when did the Vikings get uh, maybe tipped off or get told that your game, you are going to be one of the Saturday games? When did the, you guys find out, Paul? Was it before us, I mean, the public? Uh, well, we, we, you know, privately, I knew we were going to have a Saturday Saturday game about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just didn't know the time. And, um, you know, so they set the time, you know, I think 10 days ago, something like that. But um, when, when, when our schedule came out, you know, this always was listed a Saturday or Sunday. Right. So it's really, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's nothing stark uh, from, from a change standpoint. However, the, uh, you know, the fact that it is a short week, that changed things on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, but now they go Saturday, Saturday, where they get the Giants on Christmas Eve. It's a dangerous place to go, but I like to do a PA where the fan base is. I have many Viking fans in my life. As you know, I grew up in North Iowa and surrounded by them all over the place. My wife is a Vikings fan. You know, and it's been interesting just seeing how quickly just one loss against the Lions has gone. You know, maybe the national media is right. What are you hearing up there in Minneapolis? Where's the fan base here as we sit on December 15th? Well, they, they, it's a very good question, you know, because this is a, it's an emotional fan base mm-hmm. because they're so used to losing at, at the highest level or at least <laughs> close to the highest level, but it's a smart fan base. And, you know, it got really negative this week. It, it got by far the most negative this week uh, of any week of the season. I mean, week two, when I got back from Philly, they, they, they were negative, but it was still close to killing Green Bay. So, so you know, that, that matters, and that matters to this fan base. The Dallas game was such an aberration, I don't think people knew what to say. But with this one, there were Lions running loose in the secondary so frequently, yeah. and we're nearing the end of the season, where, you know, the fans got really loud about this defense. You know, where, where I don't think they're seeing the forest for the trees here is, is they blame the secondary too much. And really, like I said to you guys, with all due respect to the squad, 
well, if, if the pass rush isn't going to get better, then the secondary of any team is going to be left hung out to dry. So I just know that that's been a big talking point around Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center this week, um, and, and it's an emphasis the rest of the way. You know, Zadarius Smith, he, he, he's one of the toughest players that I've come across in my two decades. He plays through pain and does so consistently, more so than a fair amount of players I, you know, I could rattle off. But, but however, he's not getting home on these sacks, you know, and, and that's, that's, he's Zadarius Smith. You know, Trent said Harrison Smith is the heart and soul of the defense and he's right, but Zadarius Smith is the most important person to this defense and one of the four most important people on the team. Hmm. So for the final four, you know, Z's got, Z's got to get after it, man. Uh, last thing, Paul, for the, for the Lions fans and the listening audience, their, their era to me is clearly turning around after a long time, right? Uh, you, you saw them in person last week. Dan Campbell's got the team playing very well. Uh, the Lions, are they starting to uh, become more of a threat uh, in the North? Well, uh, the answer is yes, but see, it's not really surprising me. Um, I, p- I picked the Lions to win eight games into the year. So, I mean, you know, I didn't, I, maybe I should have filled my gas tank and gone 90 minutes south there you go. to uh, the sports book at Diamond Joe's and played that over, but uh, that would have been Balor being the better part of discretion when it comes to my play by play job. Uh-huh. So I opted not to. Uh, but the, yeah, this, this really doesn't surprise me. Um, they, they, there's still a few components away from like being really good. But Ben Johnson, this young coordinator they have, you know, they're, they're going to lose him as a head coach if if uh, if they don't lock him up the right way. He's very good, very very good. And you know, I like how they mix in Justin Jackson as their third back because he's very fast, but he's not super durable. So they use him in second halves of games when legs are tired, and and he scored on us. I mean, he he looked really spry. They they just they, they have their offense down where it's now wrote to everybody with what they need to do. And, and you know, just when you're, you're, you're battling these jabs with DeAndre Swift and these jabs with Amon Ross St. Brown, well, DJ Chark's 4-3, and, and he goes over the top, and he gets by you. You know, so just the way they balance these things offensively, they, they still need some work in their secondary. But, again, you can't fix everything at once. Their, their offense is really, really good. Uh, Paul, we say this all the time. Once you get off the air, I want to do it while you're on the air. Thank you for doing this. I'm so grateful for our relationship, and uh, I know our audience uh, is as well just uh, hearing you. Merry Christmas, Paul Allen. You're a great person. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, Mer- Merry Christmas to you guys, too, and everybody who takes time to listen. Uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny and I have been uh, radio and racetrack friends for somewhere in the neighborhood of a decade and a half to two decades. So uh, it's my pleasure. I'm always here for you guys. God bless you guys. And have a great Christmas. Thanks, P.A. Take care. Thanks, P.A. Paul Allen, voice of the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Good hit out of uh, Paul Allen. Well, they're going to the playoffs, and he's right about that. They, they've got to get home. They've mm-hmm. got to yeah, get the yeah. pressure on the quarterback. Um, who is going to be the quarterback this week for the for the for the Colts? I mean, Matt Ryan is it? is he? I, is there an injury? No, I just I don't know what did Saturday come right out and say? I mean, they're going because they Ellinger played right some some. I think it's got to be back to Matt Ryan. Well, I hope it is for fucking sake. <laughs> uh, Are you sure? You think Ellinger is an NFL quarterback? No, no. I'm just saying. I hope it's. I hope it's Matt Ryan. Well, no. I mean, I don't think there's a great option there in in Indy. They should win the football game. What are they favored yes. by? Four and a half now. Continues to go up. 
What's the game open at? Three and a half. Did it really? Ticked up quickly to four. Has been there pretty much all week. And I look today because I do like Minnesota this week. Mm-hmm. I, I know as I make on my list for the Circa Millions contest, it's part of my group that I'm trying, trying to pare down to five. It's on the list right now, but yeah. up to four and a half. In fact, those point spreads are going to be released here pretty quickly from Circa. We'll see if I'm going to Are you in tonight. the hunt? No. No. I'm over 500. Yeah. I think I'm at like 55%. There's a but, lot of guys in that contest yeah. at 55%. You know, there's 5,000 people in this contest, and I think I was, last week I was something like 966. Yeah. It's pretty good, actually. 55, 56%. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't get you anything. No. I mean, I uh, I was talking to our buddy Baseball Benny yesterday, and he said, you know, what do you have to hit to win even just a quarterly prize? You got to go like 17 Seven, and 3. Yeah. Seventeen and three. It's nuts over a four week stretch. That's ask, that's that's asking a lot. But guess it. what? I'll be signing up again next year, and I can't wait. And we're going to be out there doing that in August, and we'll tell you more about that trip in the uh, well months. At yes. the con- There's thirty people left in Survivor. Down to thirty. Thirty people, and and no, next week Saturday yeah. it's his own week. Yes, Woo, baby. We'll take a time out. Come back. Uh, Stephen M. Sipple cover a little ground with him, and then Claxon's Barbecue. We'll give four of you in about 20 minutes a chance to win some BBQ. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. You listen to podcasts. The Grumpy Goat Tavern is a longtime favorite for great food and drink with three metro locations. And now they can help you out with your Christmas shopping. Buy $100 in gift cards, get a lunch or dinner up to a $20 value for free. That's right, stop to the Grumpy Goat on Mill Civic Parkway, 50th Street in West Des Moines, or in Ankeny along with Fat Charlie's in Urbandale. Buy $100 in gift cards, your lunch or dinner is free. That's Christmas shopping done right. Welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. I'm really glad we're not in the Purdue market. <laughs> Their number one quarterback, cornerback, just opted out. Sure. So today, the quarterback, the number one receiver, Charlie Jones, the number two receiver, the tight end with 56 catches, and now their best corner, Corey Trice, has opted out. They, uh, I and I'm believe... not killing him for doing that, by the way. I don't want anybody yeah. to misconstrue that. They are playing in a New Year's Day game for the first time, I believe, since the Rose Bowl with Drew Brees. Well, January 2nd, but I get your point. Yes. 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 And Drew Brees is coaching. Did you see that? No. He was named to the staff, the interim staff, as they get through this period. Now that he's not getting hit by fake lightning? You know, that was bad, right? Well... Well, your your boy over at Pro Football Focus, though, or uh, Pro Football Talk took it. Mike Florio? Yeah. He is a weird duck. He is, isn't he? He is just Now he's different. made a ton of money, man. Well, congratulations. He's made, he's made a pile of money. A, hey, he's not alone in weirdos that have made a lot of money. That's true. That's true. But he's got an opinion, and now he's got a major platforms to uh, to share with us on. This is, he, Flory was a lawyer. Yes. Flory, I don't think he'd be a good hang. You know, there's a lot of people in media that seem like a good hang. Although, have you seen where he hangs? Have you seen his place? His little, well, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's beautiful. It's a barn. Yeah, I mean, He's just so weird. Yeah, he's weird. He's weird. He used to be uh, with Peralt and I. He was with us a lot. And then he cut back his schedule. He only did NFL cities. Oh. And major, like Dan Patrick and stuff like that. But he didn't want to come on. um, If you didn't live in an NFL city, 
Well, he wasn't going to have you. Let's do this. Doesn't sound like we're going to get sip. We will go to break. We will open up the phone lines yes. right now and take the first four of you right now. If you like to have, how about some barbecue for your holiday mm, plans? That sounds great. Uh, we're not going to, you have to win it. Right. 515-284-5966. First four callers get to play for Claxon's Barbecue. 515-284-5966. Claxon's BBQ giveaway next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. KXNO. If you own a house, you've got a huge asset. And everyone's looking at it. With Wall Street investors buying up homes in Des Moines and renting them out like never before, you have to wonder, what do they see in your big asset that you don't? The truth is, if you sell your home instead of renting it, you can kiss your asset goodbye. Especially with today's higher interest rates, the best way to save your asset is to rent it out instead. Does renting make your asset look big? Yes, it does. Especially when you hire the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse. DIYing your property management is a total pain in your asset. But with Renner's Warehouse, you never have to find tenants, collect rent, or handle pesky maintenance calls again. Don't lose your asset and stop busting your asset trying to manage it yourself. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com to book your free home rental price analysis today or call 515-528-4429. Renner's Warehouse. You can't buy happiness. And Mall Ames. Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Tomorrow, Tom Kakert, Chris Williams, Mike Palm, Bama Trent and I will take a look at the weekend college football games. And what bowl games happening? As we're on the air. In yes. fact, it's part of the Claxons giveaway, and it's time for the Claxons giveaway. Claxons, you can find them in Altoona, and you've been able to find them in Altoona for 25-plus years. Andy and his team uh, in Altoona at Claxons serving barbecue. Not too many restaurants last that long. They must be doing something right. I can attest, and well, so can you, TC. Mm-hmm. Claxons barbecue giveaway, 3131 8th Street, Southwest Altoona, online, claxonbbq.com. Chris, Mike, Corey, and Ron, we're going to give you Four games in the tiebreaker. If you get the most right, Claxons will award you with a $35 gift certificate. The runner-up gets 25 Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well. Uh, San Francisco tonight, three-and-a-half-point favorite at Seattle. Seattle. Vikings are home to the Colts. Vikings are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Vikings. Baltimore travels to Cleveland. The Ravens are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Cleveland. Saturday night, Buffalo versus Miami. No, don't forget, two has played in the snow in Alabama. <laughs> uh, Buffalo is a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Miami. Uh, I got to go with the Bills. All right. Here, here's the tiebreaker, Chris. Uh, closest without going over. Total points in the two bowl games that Trent referenced, uh, the Cure Bowl and the Bahamas Bowl. Total points scored tomorrow in the two bowl games. Closest without going over. Uh, I don't even know who's playing in them. Uh, let's go with uh, 42. 42. Low-scoring games. Chris, you have a wonderful uh, weekend. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, does it matter? It's Miami, UAB, and Troy uh, Center, UT Center. You, you threw the names out there. That's good enough. There you go. 
Um, Mike. Hello, Mike. How are you, Mike? Hello. Great, guys. How are you? Good. Uh, Happy holidays to you. And you know what? Same to you, Mike. Thank you. Uh, Sam Friends, a three-and-a-half-point favorite at Seattle t- tonight. Seattle. And then the three Saturday games. Vikings, four-and-a-half over the Colts. Minnesota. Baltimore, two-and-a-half at Cleveland. Baltimore. Buffalo, six-and-a-half home to Miami. Miami. Tiebreaker, Mike. Uh, the two bowl games, Bahamas Bowl, Cure Bowl, tomorrow, close total points, closest without going over. 75. Mike, thank you. Appreciate it. Happy holidays. Great day. Thank you. Corey's with Miller and Condon. Hi, Corey. Corey, is that you? Yep. Hello. Hello, Corey. Uh, San Francisco, three and a half point favorite tonight over the Seahawks. I like three better, but I'll take the Niners. Taking the Niners. Vikings, four and a half over the Colts. Vikings. Baltimore, two and a half at Cleveland. Give me Cleveland. Buffalo, six and a half versus Miami on Saturday night. Bills roll. Bills roll. Tiebreaker here, Corey. Bahamas Bowl, Cure Board. Total points. Both games. Closest without going over. Without going over. I'll say 84. 84. Corey, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And Ron brings it to a close. Hey, Ron. Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing well, Ron. San Fran's a three and a half point favorite tonight over the Seahawks. Let's go with uh, San Fran. Vikings, four and a half over the Colts on Saturday at noon. Give me the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Okay, Baltimore's uh, middle of the afternoon, two and a half point favorite over Cleveland. Give me Baltimore. Buffalo, Saturday night, six and a half over the Fish. Give me, uh, say that again, what, what two teams? Buffalo, six and a half over Miami. Oh. Okay, give me uh, give me Miami. All right, total uh, tiebreaker, total points in both of the bowl games tomorrow, the Bahamas and the Cure Bowl. Total points, both team combined. Uh, give me uh, fifty-seven. Ron, thank you. Appreciate you listening. Have you a bet. good holiday. Take care. Thanks. Ron brings it to a close for the week. Well, we're bringing our show to a close here very quickly. Mm-hmm. Do you have an opinion on this game tonight? Not much of one. Okay, stay probably, away for you. Uh, no. <laughs> You know better than that. Just taking a swallow of water. <laughs> no, no, I'll play. No, I'll play. Uh, I saw two props that I really liked. Robbie Gold, field goals, over one and a half. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And it's minus 109. Okay. No, Debo Samuelson, they might bog mm-hmm. down a little bit. Yep. Yep. That was and he's pretty automatic if yes. they get you know within his range. And the rushing total for Brock Purdy, was it like 16 and a half? Now, I know he's banged up. But I kind of like it's that. part of his game, man. Yeah. I, I kind of like that one. So those are two props that I'm looking at. I haven't Gold officially field put them goals in. goals over uh, one and a half mm-hmm. and Purdy 16 and a half. 16 and a half, I think, was the number, if I remember offhand. And where so, were you finding these? At Circa? Uh, those were DraftKings okay. ones, I believe. At Circa, I have a play for tomorrow in one of those during the bowl games. games. Do you want to save it for tomorrow? You want to share No, it because now? well, it'll happen at 2. Yeah, we'll save it for tomorrow. I, I But you know what? Somebody might want to parlay the Thursday night game right. into your game tomorrow. So I love Troy. You love Troy. Yeah, it's a tight line. I love Troy in this spot. I, I think that defense is really good. They run the ball really well. Conference USA was not very good this year. Two ranked teams, too. How fun's that? It's wild. Um I know Beth Mowens has the call. Oh, does she? Yes. Okay. Much louder than who do baseball, but say Levy. Two games tonight in college hoops. It is a terrible slate. Absolutely brutal. We got Chattanooga getting six and a half. And you're scraping the bottom of the middle barrel. Tennessee State. 
You think that's bad? It gets worse. We're laying it with Nichols <laughs> that's State. That's the highlight of the night. That, that is. Oh, because boy. it's Nichols State laying seven against Southeast Louisiana. That is the card for this mm. evening. So, yeah, I think we're going to be ending up dabbling just a little bit more in that NFL game. That's why I've been searching for a couple of props. Those are the two that jumped off the page. All my official plays at the Action Network. Search t or Tricon, and it'll pop up, and you can play along with me or fade me. And if you've been doing it, you've been losing a crap ton of money lately. You've been on a heater, no doubt about that. Well, Murph and Addy, they'll be here at 1. The KXNO Drive takes you home from 3 until 6. Heather and Sean in here uh, during that block of time. That's going to do it for us. You can hear Trent and I weekdays from 11 to 1. And we certainly appreciate that a number of you do. Right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.